Our scripture of the day, John 14, verses 21 to 24 and 28 to 31. We are talking about obedience. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Well, Jesus answered him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make a home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. You've heard me say this to you. I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the father and for the father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it all takes place, so that when it does, you will believe. I no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do, as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. We turn our eyes to the imperative of obedience to God's word. And to do that, we must see God's word and see what it says about how we are to live our life in the face of any adverse circumstances. In the Westminster Catechism, it professes that the chief end of man is to simply glorify God and to enjoy him forever. As such, it's our objective as Christ followers to share the hope that we have in Jesus Christ to a broken and fallen world. And with this in mind, we see today's scripture, Jesus stating to his disciples that he is a man submitted to his father's will. He is obedient. His only focus is on fulfilling the mission before him, no matter the personal cost. And in stating this, he provides a model that we are to observe, study, and implement in our own life. We need to explore that context of this exchange to see fully what is happening here. Before Christ presented himself to the disciples, they were focused on keeping God's laws. So the context in which they're seeing this concept of grace as a covering of their sins was completely lost on them because there was work to be done. There was penance to be done. There was a system of sacrifice because it was impossible for them to follow every one of God's law in that system of sacrifice. It was necessary that that system be put in place, and that was there for the atonement of sin. But now Jesus comes, presents himself, and he's explaining to them that he himself is the final sacrifice for the atonement of all man's sins. And to bring this about, he's explaining that the Father is greater than he, and that it is his objective to do what his Father commands him. Now, this is the underpinning of God's requirement of us, obedience to the will of God, regardless of our circumstance. It is in our very nature that when we face challenges and trials of any kind in our life, we want to handle things our way. But believe me when I say it's going to be a hundred times out of a hundred that you are going to do it wrong. We all do it, assuming that we know what is best. In his first letter, John conveys Jesus' message here in his writing in chapter 2. He says, We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, air quotes, but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. 
By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. To faithfully walk out that Christian life, we've got to first surrender to our circumstance and then look to Christ as the example of how we are to obey God's desire for us in that circumstance. Deuteronomy 6.18 says, You shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may go well with you. Whether that statement is applied to the nation of Israel, who God commanded, go enter into the promised land, or it's applied to you and your life, and you're enduring hardship, or maybe it's any other affliction that we might experience in our life, we must turn to God's word for wisdom and discernment, so that we do as the Lord commands, so that our actions outwardly reflect our love for Jesus Christ and glorify the Lord before a world who desperately needs to know their creator.